Hey, welcome to the Young, Dumb, and In Love podcast, where we talk about building stronger and healthier marriages. I'm Julian. And I'm Brittany, and we want to thank you for being a part of the conversation. Hey, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review so that we can get more connected with you. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today on yeah. Young, Dumb, and In Love. Hey, our last episode, we talked about why marriages don't, don't last. last. And this is a, a hot topic right now. And yeah. with all of our posts and everything that we've yep. been doing, um, we've noticed that this is a hot topic. This is something that people are really, really struggling Probably more with. more than anything else we've talked about. We oh got a lot of comments, questions. Oh my gosh disagreeing agreeing yes it literally goes both Venting ways about their their spouse, their spouse <laughs> especially yeah. on tiktok oh tiktok Woo. people are brutal like yeah. they they are so brutal yeah. they just tell the truth they say whatever they're thinking on their mind they don't care uh, but actually i kind yeah. of appreciate it because yeah. i can get people's true uh responses yeah. and so um but we've had tons of interaction when it comes to this stuff and one of the first things that we said was that marriages don't last because of sex and sex becomes non-existent you have a really hard time with me saying the word <laughs> sex don't you not when it's just me and you <laughs> but it's, it's a very big deal. And if we're here to talk about marriages and we're here to, to help marriages be successful and healthy, um, it's important that we talk about these things. And sex is one of those things that we need to talk about. And so as we've been posting and yeah. giving advice and talking about um, how to make your marriage last, this is one of those hot topics. And I truly believe that it's so important for us to really tackle this as much as possible. And um, sex is a part of marriage. That's just the fact. You know, when you get married, you get to be with your partner and you get to be with them all the time, whenever you want. You know, like it's just one of those things. Now, there's an unhealthy perspective on what this looks like, and there's also a healthy one. And I would say most people, from what I've seen, are struggling in this area. Yeah. Big time. And it really has to do, we always say this all the time. Communication. Comes down to communication. Communication is such. They're going to get so sick of hearing that word. Oh, well, they well, need to get things, it right. one of the things, though, we had a lot of comments. And I mean, like we said, people can be brutal. Yeah. Like, why not just let him go and oh have my sex gosh. with someone else? That was literally one of the comments when I talked about having seasons where, you know, maybe a spouse is struggling. But I think that the thing, one, Okay, if their marriage is struggling, that probably would shed some light on it. But mm -hmm. two, um, this is something I think is normal in most marriages, yep. and there should not be shame or condemnation. And when we bring so true. shame into anything, it suffers, That's period. True. Anything that has shame or is condemned um, within your marriage or within relationships, yep. it then struggles. Because yep. when you can't communicate without feeling ashamed or feeling like your spouse is upset with you yeah. or someone's going to be upset or judge you, then that right there is a huge issue. Yeah. Um, so yeah, should not be condemned, should not be shamed. And honestly, if you've been married for any significant amount of time, mm -hmm. probably one of you has walked through this. And if you haven't, great. We're not saying it's a one size fit no, all. No, it's not. It fits all. No. Just like your sex life. Not everyone is going to want to do the same things, you know, like mm -hmm. it's between you and your spouse. Yep. Um, but yeah, when you shame people or condemn them for it, I mean, that's probably like number one, that is going to yeah. be 
a big killer of your sex life. Yeah, that's period. so true. And that's and that's a killer with anything in your marriage. It's yeah. not it's not just sex. It's anything. If your wife is struggling, husbands, if your wife is struggling with something or there's something that they're dealing with, shaming them and condemning them yeah. in any way is not going to be the answer. The yeah. only thing that's going to do is make it worse for them yeah. and for you because yeah. your relationship with your wife, you are supposed to be their biggest cheerleader. You're supposed to be the one who lifts them up when they are down. You are supposed to be the one who really walks through these things with them as a, as a, in a way, a coach, as mm-hmm. in a way, um, a cheerleader, you know, like you have multiple roles to help them become the person that they are called to be. And you're right. You're hundred percent right. If, if maybe the wife had a baby or there, she's going through stuff like that. Um, and the husband starts to shame her for mm-hmm. not being intimate with him. Like that's something that sh- it can really affect her mentally oh, yeah. and make her even not want to do it. Like how more, yeah, like, do you really want to make it I know. worse? Um, you know, and it it happens. And I think that the other thing too is like often, and that's so when maybe one of the spouses, you know, husband or wife, because a lot of the feedback I've read, um, even on like other platforms as I've kind of been diving into the conversation of what people are talking about. Um, it's not always, I think there's like a stigma that it's always the wife who doesn't want to. It's a stigma for sure. You know, and, um, I think what's important is that when you shame or, you know, condemn and then the others or the other spouse takes it personal. Mm, Yeah. Um, And you know what? Sometimes it might be personal and that's something that you need to work on. Um, But let's, you know, aside from it being something like that, you can't always take it personal. Yeah. You know, because I think that often in, in the season, I mean, for me, I mean, I had had babies. I think that was probably like the biggest thing. And then when I struggled mentally, mentally yep. um, you know, sometimes it was hard to get myself in that headspace to, you know, want to, um, have sex. Um, and yeah, just convince yourself, come on brain, let's go brain. <laughs> come on brain. Let's go brain. Go Brittany. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when you take it personal, you know, then you're defensive and then yeah. it puts up more of, um, more of a, a wall, a wall. Yep. Yeah, you're 100% right. Putting up a wall is very simple when you take it personal, you know, and especially um, when you're the person who wants it and the other one is struggling and they might be having a harder time in that season. Um, It's super easy to take it personal, but the goal is that we can have an understanding with each other. And like we said, again, communication will will help you change the whole perspective. Because if you're struggling, like I would way rather you just say, hey, babe, I'm struggling and it's, it's, it's affecting my sex life. Mm-hmm. How, and so what's that, what that's going to yeah. do, it's going to open up my mind and make sure, and it's going to help me remember, oh, it's not me. It's not, you know, it, you're struggling with something. Now there are times where it could be me. Maybe I'm not treating you good. Right. And well, stuff that's like kind of that. the other side of you it. You should totally sometimes tell me that. It might be personal. Exactly. I would say most of the time it's not, but sometimes it could be like, yeah. if you're not treating your husband or your wife well, and they're then having a hard time with intimacy. Yep. Uh, that probably is a huge part <laughs> of it. If you're disrespecting your spouse, if you're talking down to them, um, you know, that could cause them to feel insecure or yep. to not be willing, you know, or, you know, and these are touchy subjects, but like if a husband or wife is looking at other people yep. in a, you know, inappropriately or lustfully. And then the wife or husband notices that Yeah, for sure that could really put a damper on how they feel. You know, they don't want to be compared to other people yep. or other experiences. They want to feel 
sacred. Like what exactly. they can offer you is only what they can offer you. Exactly. Um, well, and I think that's a huge part of our culture today yeah, is we are bombarded, bombarded. That's I mean, exactly. everywhere you look um, or hear or see or go, yep. you're getting a message of some sort of sex. I think oftentimes, you know, billboards on the side of the road, uh, things you can buy in the store, uh, the way people look or whatever, yeah. um, what's projected in front of you. And sometimes it's like, those are like subliminal messages. You oh, don't even 100%. notice, yeah. you know, it's and just such a part of our society that it, it kind of just flows into your brain without even realizing. Yes. And so if you're not protecting yourself from that, you know, yeah. you could find yourself unintentionally desiring or lusting for something that is not your spouse. Yeah. And it's a very dangerous place to be. Yeah. Um, and that's the dangerous side about just our world today. Yeah. It's so accessible so easily for people to fall into that trap. And they, and, and they do it because it's just there. And a lot of times I've, when I've talked to guys, they're like, I don't even know how I ended up there. Like, I don't realize how my brain ended up going so deep into this emotional affair or yeah. so deep into pornography or so deep into any of these things that, that draw me away from my wife. And the answer truly is, is it's so, it's so bombarded in our yeah. culture today that you, it's just there all the time. Whatever you're watching, you're on social media, whatever it is, it's always in your face. Yeah, and so for yeah. us, we have to safeguard our marriage yeah. by putting up boundaries for each other. So that's, and that's even like where we're putting up the boundaries. Like, um, you have full access to my phone. There's a right. reason you have full access to my yeah. phone. It's not, it's not because you don't trust me. Yeah. It's so that I have accountability with yep. my wife and she's able to know, Hey, I have nothing to hide. And when I have nothing to hide, our marriage mm -hmm. is so much better. And oh, you'll yeah. know when you, when you're hiding something, there is something affecting your marriage and yeah. most likely it's the thing that you're hiding, yeah. you know? And so, but you're hundred percent right. I mean, it just comes yeah. and it's there and you don't even know how. Well, I think what's, what's really difficult. And I mean, there's so many things that could be unpacked here. Yeah. Um, but when you, have intimacy with your spouse mm -hmm. and not only sexually, but of course, definitely a huge priority. When you have sex yep. with your spouse, you're breaking down walls. There's an intimacy. Yeah. There's a connection that happens that is sacred that is between me and you. No one else gets to have that with you. No one else gets to have that with me. And so of course, what is something that if, you know, can be broken, the bond mm -hmm. that can be broken, that's going to be the first thing that the enemy wants to go after for sure is your sex life. Yep. Because when you're disconnected from your spouse, that's where temptation might seep in or you might start thinking thoughts or think, oh my gosh, you know, I could do this or whatever it is. And so it's like, you have to safeguard that. Yeah. So intentionally and so purposefully um, have open conversation yep. and then like grow in it. You know what I mean? And I think that's the thing is like, you having conversation yeah. and we always say communication is key yeah. because it really can become something in your marriage that is fruitful and that yeah. you enjoy both of you, it's true. you know, and, but when there's these barriers of not trusting or not having conversation or becoming bitter. And it was like one mm -hmm. of those things. And I had heard this, um, like analogy or like this visual of every single time something, um, you know, like there's a confrontation with each other about, you know, anything, but yeah there's like bricks that are just being stacked, you know? And so it's like, okay, there's this one block of like, okay, we, this conversation, this conversation, and these bricks build up and yeah. then there's this wall between us. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and you have to break down those walls. Yep. Um, and especially in your sex life. Yeah. 
And that's so uncomfortable sometimes. It is. It is. Um, Well, it's hard to talk about. It's like, okay, because I don't want, I don't want you to be mad at me for being, you know, if, if this was something we were dealing with you being mad at me for me saying, Hey, we don't have sex enough. And cause there's a fear that you'll be like, Oh my God, like what is wrong with you? Like you get over it. You know, like yeah. there's this fear that, yeah. that, that would be there and that there would be a wheel wall built up, but the wall's really being built up when I don't communicate with yeah. you and vice versa. When you don't communicate with me, yes. we have to express our needs. We have to express what's going on. You have to express what's going on in our minds, yeah. you know? Yep. And because a lot of, most of the time, the issue is not the issue. You know, we, mm-hmm. there, we have an issue going on and it's, and it's feeling like that's the big problem. But the big problem is, is most of the time, I would say 90% of the time is totally something different and yeah. we got to deal with that. So, but you can't get to those things unless you, like you said, take brick off yeah. a brick, off a brick to realize, yeah. okay, where's the foundation of all of this? Right. Well, and there's such a strong vulnerability, you know, obviously in sex Mm -hmm. i mean you're usually naked yeah it's your most (laughs) vulnerable it's your most vulnerable and so when there's like a safety issue or a security or whatever it is and so when you're not communicating that just becomes more difficult um and so just kind of thinking like we say, we say it so much, we're like a broken record. Mm-hmm. You have to talk about it. So why? Why are we struggling in this area? Yes. And I think sometimes you may not be able to articulate. identify that yeah. or articulate it. Yep. Um, and so see a marriage counselor or marriage coach or whatever it is, like someone who can kind of help you guys identify that, kind of that, you know, honest conversation. Yep. Um, and past trauma. Mm. I mean, obviously so we know that there are a lot of things that happen to people um, that cause them to struggle in their sex life. Um, And there's no shame in that or condemnation. Again, coming back to that shame. And there needs to be that healing that Mm. takes place. And so if you know that your spouse has struggled with that, or maybe you haven't talked to your spouse about that, I know it can be very vulnerable. Like maybe you've been married several years and there's something that you're holding on to in that place, um, it may be time to have that conversation, you know, and and if you're not really sure how they're going to take it, maybe going to a counselor or seeking out, you know, someone that you guys trust that can be there, you know, or help walk through that process. Um, because past trauma will affect your present, you know, life. And, um, that can be really painful and insecurity. Um, if I'm not feeling like good about myself, sometimes yep. it's hard to get yourself there. Yeah. Mentally. mentally. Yeah. <laughs> like, true. okay, here we go. It's true. I think the ultimate goal too, with you not feeling good about yourself is me as your husband. Now I'm just talking from the husband's perspective because that's yeah, who I am. Cause you're the husband. Um, but m- me as the husband, my job is to make sure that you feel so loved that there's nothing that can, you can say or do that can come in between us because my love for you is infinite. And the way that I do that is by expressing my love for you every single day. I want you to feel like you are the hottest. You are, um, the best, the funniest, the coolest. Like I, you can come up with all the words. I want you to feel like you are all of those things when you're around me, like I am your safe place. And when I become your safe place, this issue of intimacy 
it, it, I feel like it does die down a lot because we've built a relationship that is built off of trust. Yeah. We've built a relationship that is built off of love that is that, that has so much more depth to it than just physical. Now, sex is a very is the physical way to express your love for each other, right? Now, one of the ways. One, yeah, yeah, it is, it is one of the, yeah. it is a very big way for you to express your love yeah. for each other. And it, it, it is a way to be connected, right? Now, the physical is only a piece of, of it. Right. We have to have an emotional connection. Yeah. And in order for it to be what it should be. And so for that to happen, it's me speaking life into you every single day. And for that to happen, it's for you speaking life into me every day where we have this mutual connection that we're making that's beyond the physical. Right. And it goes so much deeper into our spiritual, yeah. in, into our mental. I mean, we have yeah. to be fully aware that a, a, a healthy sex life isn't just having sex. That's not a healthy sex life. A healthy yeah. sex life is having a, a well-rounded mm-hmm. life together, spiritual, mm-hmm. physical, and mental. When we put all of those together and we are feeding those things, the positivity of our yeah. marriage, then we're going to have a healthy sex life, mm-hmm. you know, and all your past, your past traumatic experiences and the things that you went through, you're going to be able to have those honest conversations and have them in such a way where there's not going to be shame or condemnation for the other, because right. there's going to be things that you might have to tell me that are going to be like, wow, okay, I'm yep. going to be a good husband now and walk you through this <laughs> yeah. because that's my job. And we said, I do. Right. And because we said, I do, I made a commitment to be a hundred percent committed mm-hmm. to you, even with the junk that you might have in your, Absolutely. in your bags and vice versa. It has to go both ways. And that's, that's the other thing that we're getting a lot of comments about. And they're like, a lot of people are like, well, I tried all that. I tried all that. And he still doesn't want me. I've gotten a lot of comments like that. And you're, you're a hundred percent right. You can do all of these things Mm -hmm. and And still not be, have a successful marriage. And that's because marriage is a two way street. You have to be going the yeah. same direction together. You have to be doing it together. It can't be one person doing all the work and the other one just being lazy and nothing happens. Yeah. You know, a healthy marriage always comes down to both putting the yeah. work in together. Well, I think what's hard too, and I had thought about this because we do get a lot of, you know, comments and feedback that's like, well, that's a dream world if my spouse would only do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, and, here's the thing. We want to always make sure that what we offer is a safe space for people to say what they're thinking. That Mm -hmm. is our heart. At the same time, I think that oftentimes we think that the problem only lies with our spouse. That if they would just do that, (laughs) if he would just say this, then I would just do whatever he wanted me to do, you know? And oftentimes that's just not the way it is. You do what you can do. You continue to love them well, compliment them, love on them. And you just keep doing that day in and day out. And a lot of times I think too, if we really took an honest look, like a really honest, even just to ourselves thought of like, am I really loving them well Mm -hmm. without any, you know, expectation of them giving me something I want or, um, you know, having this or having that, am I really loving them well and without expectation and without, um, wanting something in return? Yeah. You know, I think oftentimes like, well, if I do this and they'll do this, you know, and, and that can be like a dangerous road to travel on because yeah. they're just only human, you know? And, um, so I think that's kind of one of the things is making sure you're loving them without expectation and unconditionally. And, and if you're struggling in this area, get some help, you yes. know? And, 
um, ask questions, uh, resources, things, you know, there are a lot, there are resources out there, there is. ones yeah. that are healthy, that are going to be, you know, especially if you, um, are a Jesus follower and you want to make sure that you're sex life is honoring the Lord, you know? And I think yep. that people have a hard time like connecting those two things, feeling like they can have a healthy sex life and talk about it and love mm. Jesus. And I think, you know, a lot of that we've talked about before yep. is purity culture almost like scared a bunch of people. It did. And I, you know, and kind of like recovering from that, not us, but like people in people general are, or yeah. young people and people getting married, like aren't really sure, you know, how to navigate yeah. it. Um, and I think bringing light to the conversation of that struggle, you yeah, know, 100%. and, um, we, there has been shame that has been put on this type of thing, or it's just been so, um, the, the wrong perspective on it has been yeah. put on it yeah. from a worldly view too, because like I said, if you look at social media, you're looking at what people are posting, even just the comments that we're getting, we're getting a ton of just like, well, if she doesn't put out, then, you know, go get something else. Like literally people are saying that and I'm like, hello, like this is the issue. This, that kind of mentality <laughs> yeah. is the issue. Yep. We need to be a people that are committed to each other. Yeah. When you get married, you are committed to your spouse and you need yeah. to work together and have these conversations. And yeah. you said something about... Um, being willing to help them and love them and help them and how can I help you? And so that kind of thing is probably one of the missing factors when it comes to marriages. Like we we naturally are a selfish people. Mm -hmm. And so I have my needs, you have your needs, right? Mm -hmm. And we have our, our things that we really, really want and need in our lives. And we tend to naturally only want to do those things for ourselves yeah. when in marriage, that's not, that's not the way it's really supposed to work. Now we should take time for ourselves and grow and, yes, and have yeah. that, you know, for ourselves, but it's so important to make sure that your spouse's needs are a priority. And, uh, when you make your spouse a priority in your life and you're serving them, when you do that together, when it's a team thing, when you guys are truly serving each other's needs, mm -hmm. um, you are, what you're doing is you're creating a safe space for you to grow together and only to get closer yeah. together all around, not just sexually, but all around, you're able to get closer together because you're meeting each other's needs all the time. And for me, when you meet my needs and I meet yours, there's this like mutual agreement and connection where we're like, okay, what kind of like, needs are you talking like, like, like just needs, needs in general. Like, Hey, like I okay. really need quality. Yeah, I'm talking about like totally. quality like time it, uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Right. You meet those types of needs. The, the sex is going to be better and, yeah. and more available because you guys are working together. Yeah, and and I don't know about yeah. you, but like when we connect and we go on dates or yeah. like we just had our honeymoon, I say honeymoon, anniversary. we just had our anniversary. Yep. And, but the best part about the anniversary was you telling me how much you love me. Like He's that, talked about it. Like I know I've talked times. about it. I'm like, Hey, we and I to, tell you, I love you all the time. I know, but it was next level. Like it was, it was one of those things where <laughs> she looked at me in the eyes and in a way got emotional and just began to tell me how much and why she loves me. Yeah. And what that did to me, it made my heart grow That's 10 right. sizes, kind of like the Grinch, right? My heart grew 10 sizes yeah. because you expressed all the things that you love about me. Yeah. You didn't say one negative thing about 
who I am. And I know there's negative things. There's things about oh, me. <laughs> okay. Not at all. There are negative things about no, me. Not. But you were able to yeah. only focus, focus on, on the good. good. Yeah. And that's that's probably the issue here. A lot yeah. of people are struggling in their sex life because it's like uh what's I forget what it is, but a nagging wife is something. A dripping faucet. A dripping faucet. Thank you. Drip. A nagging wife is a dripping Drip. faucet. Now, like a nagging anymore. husband is a dripping faucet too. It goes yes, both ways. It does. When you only focus on the negative, guess what your marriage well, is going to be? The negative is always going to be. I mean, here's it's the always going to be there. It's always going to be there. You're always going to be able to find negative things. Mm -hmm. That's just the culture we live in today. Yeah. People will tear each other apart. But when you can focus on the good, it just brings life. And brush, you know? brush off the small stuff. Yeah, especially if it's like little stuff for sure yeah like me leaving my underwear on the floor when the hamper's right there like we talk so about that all the time. all the time though. we talk about like, that all the time do it that's like a weekly like example weekly, of our marriage weekly you do it and it's not Sometimes it's not multiple times yeah. a week it just it just happens you know but she I, could I choose just pick to, it up. yeah she could choose to like give me the hardest time and be like julian just like get head. your life together um, but instead she yeah. just picks it up and just, just brushes it off. It's a small thing. It doesn't matter. We all have things. We all have our small things. I leave my shoes all oh my over the front. Like we'd take off our shoes. I, it's when we like come a landmine. And like our garage door, like we come in through the garage and it's there's like shoes mind. everywhere. But, and I said, it's usually cause my hands are full of, you know, all the other cause stuff. Cause she's a woman. You ever seen you those, know? you ever seen those, uh, Got a bunch those of reels the where car, you have all the drinks and, and all the, the things. <laughs> and then like anything we went shopping. But anyway, it's so real. But um, brushing off the small things yeah. is so important for you to be able to stay connected with yeah. each other and, and being able to take that time like you did. Yeah. Um, and we both did it, but for me, like it was such a blessing to hear yeah. you say all those things about me and it 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 kind of it pumped me up like i walked away from that moment going i'm the man like the man, my wife man, loves me man. and it made me want to be a better husband it made yeah. me want to even See step up my game ladies. even more because the positivity caused me to want to be yeah. more positive as a husband and as a leader right. in our family you know? well and i think you know you have to prioritize your sex life. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes yep. it can be like the thing, not for everyone, but like, well, if we get to that, the, it's, it's the, the back burner. burner because everything else wow, is we both right just there. said that exact same time. That was yeah. awesome. Um, so here's the thing. Cause I think it's always important to like, you know, give people tangible. How did we maybe take our, I would never say it was bad, but no. you know, I no. feel like now we have very open communication. Yep. So we haven't always been there, but we've been married 16 years yep. and you know, not like a professional, but I feel like we've come a long way yep. in the bedroom. Yep. Um, and so what are some tangible ways or things that we did to get ourselves to the place we are today? Yeah. Well, you said one already. We, yes. we make it a priority. A priority. Yeah. Like that's number one. You have yep. to make it a priority yeah. in your life because life gets busy. Yep. You have kids. You have your jobs. Yep. You have everything that you're doing. All the and things. You, and it, and it be, things. like we said, it becomes a back burner. It does. So yeah. if you let it become a back burner, it's not a priority. And yeah. so you, some people we know have scheduled it out, like literally put it on their calendar and yeah. said, okay, at, on this day, at this time, we're going to do it and it's going to be awesome. And they, that's the kind yeah. of life that they live. And that's okay. There's nothing there's, yeah, there's wrong no, yeah. with that. Um, some well, there's not say, a one size fits all. There's and not. that's the thing is when you, and you can always just correct. If yeah. you feel like, man, this isn't really going well, we need to correct this. But you have to have the communication because yep. you know what? You may have to schedule. You both have crazy schedules. And yeah. It might be like, hey, on this night, we're going to prioritize 
us, even if you're like, we're going to watch a movie and we're going to snuggle up on the couch. If it leads to that, great. But you're spending that intentional time of intimacy together. Just the two of you, you know, your kids are in bed or whatever it is. Okay. So that's one thing. Yeah. Schedule Um, or be, you know, make it a priority. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, Talk about what you want. Yeah. Number two. I think that's the hard part. What are you laughing? Ooh, no. Did I make you embarrassed this time? No, I'm not embarrassed at all. I can talk about this all day so, long. So um, I think a lot of times, you know, especially if you are more reserved, reserved conservative. conservative with your, you know, self, um, you may be uncomfortable with certain desires you may have or things you want to try or do. Yep with your spouse. And I think being open and having that conversation of like, Hey, um, like what if we try this or Mm -hmm. what if we try that or whatever, I'm not going to say specifics because I think everyone should, you know, experience that for themselves, journey that themselves. I mean, come on, we're grownups here. You can figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully (laughs) if not, you can like privately reach out to us. Um, but I think communicating with your spouse and they yeah. may be like stoked. Like if you're like, Hey, like, do you want to try this? Or uh, your spouse might be like, Woohoo, I'm what? Um, uh, or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was cause we, we had some friends, we did a podcast with them, uh, and they gave us this analogy, which I thought was really good. And it was like a playground. you remember this? Yep. yep. Um, you know, in a playground think of like, there's lots of play equipment, you know, you have slides and swings and, the little, what are those things that like spin around? The roundabouts, I don't know. You know, where you get on and <laughs> I was going to say carousel, but like. Carousel, spinner. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the thing that makes you really sick. Or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, the park has like a fence around it, boundaries. Yeah. And every couple in marriage, you get to set those parameters. And so you need to like, maybe you love the slide and your spouse like doesn't love the slide. Yeah. So you guys don't. So you don't Use go the down slide. the slide, but you both like really enjoy the swings, the spinny thing or the swings, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's a finding, but then there's these boundaries. Like we don't allow, you know, like the marriage bed is undefiled, but you, which means I'm not bringing in like another person yeah. or, you know, things that would make my spouse uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so it's setting those parameters, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that we, think, oh, but it would just have to stick to the basics. And mm-hmm. I think that, I do think that that is kind of shifting just like within the conversation of um, like a lot of, you know, marriage speakers and podcasters and book writers are talking more about this topic of they sex. Are. I yeah. think there's this need of like, hey, like if the church is going to be silent on this very important issue, like someone's going to loud someone's going to talk about it for sure and so it's you know having this healthy perspective on it and so that playground you know and that your spouse you should enjoy yes have fun and yes and laugh and make it fun and playful and and whatever that looks like for you and so it's like having that conversation without shame you know and maybe there's something that you're like oh i'm not really comfortable with that and like say as a it. spouse Make just sure say like yeah. hey i don't really love that but like we could do whatever else it, it is you know and so um yeah what do you yeah. feedback no. on that Any no that's huge i think um that's the one thing that people lack is it's it should be fun and it should be yeah. here's the thing too when you're having fun it's way more enjoyable when you take it slow you know like people just 
wow and it's it's over and it's like wow okay well that didn't uh that wasn't what i expected it's important that you take your time and for us like i say hey let's do it all day now i'm not saying let's do it all day i'm saying let's flirt Oh, I was like, I'm all gonna send day. you like all day. I'm oh, handle that. But but literally all day from the moment we get up, it's flirt flirting through, you know, the little kiss in the morning and then the text message later and then Well and we did get feedback that someone was like, ah oh, no, that's not yes, true. It's not for everybody. But it is true but though. Should, Let's be honest. It is, I think it helps. I, I would think say it's very helpful. Most people think that, you well, know, it's not just a yeah, there's going to be times. Maybe it's just for, you know, okay, let's get this checklist, let's get checklist. checklist done. <laughs> but that's not true. the normal every day. Well, and it shouldn't you know. be. If it's just a checklist, yeah. I think that's the moment where you go, okay, yeah. we we need to probably connect on a deeper level because yeah. we're just doing it just to get the urge out or whatever it is. Yeah. And when, you're, when it becomes a checklist, man... Let's talk to somebody. Let's get yeah. some help. Let's have conversation with each other. What are we missing? Because this is the ultimate connection that you can have with your spouse. Yeah. And this is a moment where yeah. that you don't share with anybody else in the well, world. And you should not share with anybody gonna, else in the world. you bring that up because I was thinking the same thing. Like, you know, our spouses often, I mean, we happen to both work from home. So we do see each other a lot. But, you know, like your spouse may be at work all day and other people get to see them and, yeah. and be around them and vice, you know, with your wife or husband and, and, but sex and that intimacy is something that only the two of you get to have, yeah. you know? And, and that's the way it was designed is yeah. that you and your spouse, you know, you become one, it's two become one. All I can think of is that Spice Girl song. Yeah, that's great. I love um, it. but the Bible <laughs> says, you know, two become one and, we get that part of each other that no one else gets to have. That's right. And I also just had the worst analogy. I'm not going to say it, but uh, I'm not. You can tell me later. I will. And because I'll probably get more hate comments. And but, maybe, maybe we'll make a reel or something with yeah, it. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's something that you don't, you know, you get access to that. Just you. Yes. You know, and I think that's so awesome when you really view it that way yep um it's true it's yeah. very helpful and it'll just grow your marriage even if you don't want to admit it there's <sighs> walls that are broken down when yeah. you come together as one there yeah. just is there is and as much as you may not want to i mean i haven't wanted to admit it before like i'm fine and it's fine and i don't yeah. need to or whatever yeah there just are it brings you it sent brings you back to center it does yeah. you know and um yeah. i think what's cool and something worth mentioning and we're currently not doing it yet, but we do have couples who do it. Um, there are people who will do marriage coaching. So maybe you're like, hey, you know what? I'm not sure we need marriage counseling. Yeah. Because um, we don't, you know, per, like necessarily have like a trauma when it comes to this or anything crazy. We're just kind of struggling in it. Yeah. There's people who will coach you through it, like literally right. give you tools and talk to you and, yep. You know, kind of see like why are you struggling Where with that? Is it? Help you find the issue. You know, there's books and there's um, stuff that will help you have like a healthy view of this part of your marriage. Yeah. You know, and um, it's true. I mean, I think it is. You don't want it to come to a place where your spouse, in any way, is seeking it outside, outside of it of yeah. your marriage. Yep. And it's unfortunate that at times that's what happens. You know, there might be a really long dry drought of 
sex in your marriage mm-hmm. and your spouse, even if they don't intentionally set out to, um, you know, have an affair or look at something or do something that they end up doing, the longer they go without it, the more temptation is allowed to like grow, grow. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think too, we often think that like, Oh, it's just because, you know, they just can't help themselves. But it's like, we were designed for desire towards our spouse. Like we're designed that way. Yeah. And so their desire to want that is a normal desire. It is. You know, and so I think that is what's difficult. It's not that there is any permission to do that whatsoever. And you shouldn't just be doing it out of that. That the longer that you allow this, you know, it to be non-existent, the harder it does become, one, to bring it back, and two, for spouses to not, walk outside of, you know, yeah. their marriage, yeah. which is then devastating and then trickles into so many other areas. It's true. It's true. There's truly a few things that we need to remember here. Um, number one, we need to remember that marriage is a two way street. It goes both ways. If only one spouse is doing all the work, it's not going to work. We both have to be putting our best foot forward in order to do that. It, we, we have to wake up every single day doing our very best and working hard to become the spouse that we are called to be. And number two, sex is so important for your relationship, for you to have a deep connection with with somebody. And listen, that connection, you don't get to share it with anybody else. That connection is meant for your spouse only. And so work hard at making sure that that grows and that it stays healthy and that you guys are communicating. And and that's number three, communicate as much as possible. When you can communicate your needs and you can communicate what's going on in your life and your mind, when you do those things, that you're way less likely to fall into the place where you guys fall apart because you don't have that connection anymore. So when you communicate your needs, you're communicating what's going on. If you're struggling, your spouse should be the one that can help you. So work hard together. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today on Young, Dumb, and In Love. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would love to connect with you there. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, We post a ton of stuff every single day, lots of just quick marriage tips, and we would love for you to be a part of our community. And uh, hey, till next time, we'll see you.